Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello again, baseball fans. Chris Dunn here from the Prospects Live crew. I had an idea for a mini-series to to kind of spotlight some of the high school prospects that are preparing for the 2020 NLB draft. With everything that's going on right now in the COVID-19 pandemic, I thought it was interesting to take the opportunity and speak to some of these prospects to kind of get their perspective on what they are going through throughout this and how things have changed, what their concerns are, if they have any, uh, and just kind of you know, give give the prospect who's missed out on his entire senior season from a baseball perspective, but also from a graduation and a prom and all those things that you look forward to as a senior, these kids are now missing out on. And with the Major League Baseball draft now being minimized to just five rounds, there are almost a thousand kids out there that are going to miss the chance to hear their name called. And so the the first the first kid that I had a chance to sit down and talk to you was a right-handed pitcher from St. Cloud, Florida. Uh, he's listed inside the top 100 right-handed pitchers in the country, and that is Jackson Nezu. He's committed to the University of Florida, and this is sort of the the perfect prospect in terms of what I was looking for to kind of get the the thoughts of the type of prospect that would have heard his name called had the draft been as normal. However, with it being limited to just five rounds, the thought that now this is the type of prospect that could potentially not hear his name called and what that means moving forward. Uh, so I hope you enjoy. Again, Jackson Nezu, right-handed pitcher from St. Cloud, Florida, uh, plays for the TNXL Academy. Take a listen. All right, so I'm here with right-handed pitcher from the 2020 class, the prep class, uh, Jackson Nezu from TNXL Academy down in central Florida. Jackson, thanks for taking the time to come on with me here. For sure, for sure. Thanks for having me. So obviously we're in some difficult times right now. Um, you have worked your whole life to get to this point um, as we prepare for the Major League Baseball draft. And in a matter of moments, it seems like a lot of that was kind of taken from you almost. Um Let's forget about the baseball side of it for a second. And just from a, a senior in high school and being at that age where you're kind of getting prepared for the rest of your life, take me back three months ago, three and a half months ago. Um, what, was, what were you thinking 
as you headed into the season and just as you headed towards the end of your senior year? No, oh, yeah, I was super excited. You know, had a really good fall and uh, good good winter workouts, and um, you know, I was so excited to get ready. And luckily for us, we we started in January, end of January. So I think we still got like 22, 23 games in, which is really good compared right. to a lot of other schools. Um, just because I go to an academy, we played started a little earlier. Um, so that was nice. Uh, but I think we were supposed to play 45 games that year. So it's mm-hmm. tough, you know, being a senior this last year in high school baseball and, you know, you're excited for, um, the next step, whether that, wh- whatever that is, even if you don't play sports, just going to college or starting your job or whatever it is. And everyone had to, had, is starting to do that a little earlier than, than they wanted to. Sure. Was there something that you had been working on in the winter, um, as last season, last year ended, something that you had been working towards and working on to improve your game heading into this year that you didn't really get a chance to showcase because of all this? Like, there's got to be something that you were really excited about showing off this year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, you know, I've always struggled with my uh, my breaking ball a little bit, so I was really working on it this winter to get it to where I wanted it. And um, through the first couple starts, it was like either really good or, or shaky. Um, and then towards actually the uh, last couple games I pitched, I started throwing a cutter as well. And I think I, I only maybe threw it in like two games because right after I developed it and started throwing it, and actually started throwing it really well, um, the season ended. So that's probably like the biggest thing that I changed is a whole other pitch that I added, and I wasn't able to use it in those games. So right now, what what is the repertoire that you're working with? Uh, four seam fastball, uh, slider, cutter, and uh, changeup. When we were up in Boston, I think that was the last time I saw you up at Fenway Park for the New Balance series, the New Balance Showcase. Mm-hmm. What was that experience like for you up there? Oh, that was incredible. I mean. We got to see, you know, the Boston Bruins um, ice skating ring. We got to see, um, we got to see them practice. We got to see all of Fenway Park. You know, we got to see the city. I mean, I I've been to Boston before, but that was something different because I've done the like the tour of Fenway Park. But uh, this time, I mean, being on the field, being able to pitch on the mound to this day, it's still the best mound I've ever pitched on. Um, Hard so to beat that one, right? Really, really cool. I mean, I, I pitched on a couple other major league fields, but for some reason, it, it just felt like insane. Just being in the park, just all those legends that stepped on those fields, like you can feel it. It's like a different feeling. As we get ready for the MLB draft, you've had some conversations with several different teams. Um, I believe you've even had some scouts come out and do in-home visits with you, right? For sure, Yes. During those visits, I got to ask, who was more nervous, you or your parents? Uh, I would definitely say, I don't know about parents. I would definitely say my dad. Your dad? Uh, yeah, he's pretty pretty excited or nerve-wracking or a little anxious when, he, uh, when, when big things or new things happen like that. So I would probably say it was him. He was a little more nervous than me and my mom. Sure. But, Which, uh, I guess yeah. that's understandable. I mean, you know, a lot of dads, want they just want to sort of live vicariously through their sons, especially in a process like this. Yeah. Obviously, at this point, we've heard the news that the Major League Draft will be five rounds. After those five rounds, any player that is selected as an undrafted free agent, the maximum uh, signing bonus that they can receive is 20. They can, they can only sign for $20,000. When you think about that, knowing that last year, 
there were 40 rounds. There's about a thousand kids that aren't going to be drafted this year that um, would have been drafted in a normal in a normal year in a normal draft. Does that bother you? What is that process like? Um, obviously, you've talked with some coaches. I assume you have some sort of ballpark idea as to when you may or may not have expected to hear your name called, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. You know, it's tough just, you know, not even just for me or for you know, high schoolers. It's just tough for those college seniors or those those um, even like just regular college guys that would have had a great opportunity to go through rounds from five to 15 or even from 15 to 20. And now they're not going to have that opportunity unless they want to sign for 20 grand. But, you know, it's just uncharted territory. We've never been down this road. And, you know, it's it's understandable just because, you know, Major League Baseball is not playing right now. And, and so that that's it's just a tough, tough area to to try to go through. So. Right. So when we look at looking at the draft and you look back at last year in all these conversations, like do you as of right now, do you anticipate do you expect to hear your name called on that day in those in one of those first five rounds? You know, it's like a dream come true for anyone to be like, you know, selected in those first five rounds. But I mean, I'm whether it happens or it doesn't happen. I'm super excited with my position and where I'm at. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to give myself the best opportunity to where that could happen or it doesn't happen. But I still go play, you know, the University of Florida is a great school and I'm super excited for whatever comes my way. So. All right, so let's say the draft comes and goes and you don't hear your name called in the first five rounds. Commitment to the University of Florida, one of, if not the best college program, certainly for pitchers. Fantastic, tremendous opportunity for you. Um, I'm sure you've seen the laundry list of players, uh, pitchers in particular, that have gone to Florida and succeeded um, and had success at the next level and are in the minors right now as top 100, top 25, top 10 prospects. What has this done to you in terms of your comfort level? Obviously, there's the chance now that because these juniors and seniors have the extra year of eligibility, that some of them might return. There are juniors that may have been eligible, that were eligible to be drafted, but they have an extra year of eligibility, so they might come back instead of going because they don't get selected in the first five rounds. Um, That is obviously going to have a significant impact on the incoming freshman class like yourself. Are you in any way, shape, or form concerned with how that might play out in the future and the thought that here you are having committed to this school for the last year, year and a half now, and suddenly it might be in flux if something were to happen and a bunch of players were to return. There's only so many roster spots, you know, is the coach going to kick a, a senior off to make room for the freshman that he had in coming? Like, are you concerned about the dynamics and the roster management that might take place over the course of the next couple months? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I feel pretty confident in my situation. You know, no one knows what's going to happen. You know, we don't know who's definitely staying and who's not. I'm sure that's when everything's we're going to find out after the draft kind of happens and stuff. But, you know, all you can do is hope for the best and work really hard. And, and if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. It's not, it's not. And it's kind of out of our hands. And, you know, I, I think I've done enough and shown enough to coaches there that I, I should be 
should be a good guy for them, and, and I'm going to work really hard just to be their guy. So. And if it ends up being the college route, what is the what are you most excited for? What are you looking forward to the most about stepping on the campus up in Gainesville? The new field. I mean, it's almost done. I mean, I've seen tons of pictures, and it's, it's beautiful. It looks like a minor league stadium. I mean, seats ten thousand, double decker now, and you know, it's just it's just gorgeous. And you know, of course, I'm excited just to get with the guys as well. Um, just you know, getting that team bonding, being able to play. You know. First year of college, trying to test the water, see what it's like. But I think the new field and facilities, and, and I'm just excited for all of the coaches as well. So, We've got about, like I said, one month left before the draft. What are you doing? What are you working on right now? So luckily, now that everything's starting to kind of open back up, and even while it was all in that lockdown, um, the city of Ocoee was, was allowing us to come out and practice as long as we did social distance. Um, so my academy, which is in Ocoee, it's our home field, uh, we're still able to practice. Um, we had to limit the numbers a little bit and split up the groups, but I was still able to, you know, throw flat grounds, uh, even lives on like every Thursday. I was throwing lives to, to guys and stuff and bullpens. So that was really good. So honestly, I've just been, you know, we don't have a gym or anything, so we're not lifting, but we kind of made some makeshift uh, sandbags and, and some water jugs filled with sand to be able to do some upper body stuff <laughs> and some blood pushes. Um so yeah, that's that's pretty much what we're working with right now. Hopefully, stuff starts to open back up soon. Things can get back to normal. Through all the teams that you've played on over the years, give me an idea. Uh, try to get you out of here on, on on a little on a lighter note. Who is the? I don't know if I necessarily would still want to say the best player that you've played with, but someone who just really stands out to you that you have played with uh, over the course of the last two, three, four years as you were going through this process. Gosh, yeah. You know, there's a couple players that I could, you know, say there's um, that are really talented. I mean, I was able to play on one of the best tribal ball teams in the country. Um, and so I played with tons of talent. But I what, was say the team? what was that team? Uh, uh, Scorpions Founder Club um, 2020. Yep. So, yeah, it was just, you know, it was really cool to be able to play on that team. I think we got came in ranked one year, second in the nation. This year, I think it was like fifth or sixth. So, you know, that was really cool to be able to play on that team. But um, I would say, I would say the grimiest and, and the kid who worked the hardest during the game and the, the biggest gamer kid was, would probably be Zach Veen. You know, people think of him as just having a really good swing and, you know, he plays decent outfield, but he's six, four, you know, 190 pounds and the kid can steal bases like he runs a six, two. I mean, he's just always, always grinding for that next opportunity or the next base to steal or, or the next ball to put in play just to get his guy over, you know. He's just a really grimy player, and you know he's in a really good spot right now. So best of luck to him. So I'm really happy for him. Absolutely. You guys keep in touch a lot. Yeah, yeah. We talk every once in a while. You know, we went to a couple of football games this year at UF, and so yeah, we good time. Nice. Well, Jackson, I appreciate you taking the time. Obviously, best of luck with everything. I sorry that all of this is happening. It's a certainly an unfortunate situation. Um, I know how exciting this must be for you and for your family. So again, best of luck with everything and um, hope to talk to you again sometime in the future. For sure. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thanks, Jackson.